recorded live before a studio audience, this is All In Design. Hello and welcome to All In Design, episode four. And my name is Chad Moore. I'm here with my co-host who uh, came in fourth place with uh, Best Beard of Alabama, Mark Sweet. Griffo. Yes, yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. I was surprised you made it that high, but yeah, it's a I don't be- even know the other three people. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into today's episode, oh, I had a point of clarification um, about episode three. This was something somebody pointed out to me was uh, we had Stephanie Pope on with Davis Architects. And she was talking about University of Alabama and the athletic facilities that they've worked on. And I chime in, you know, oh, I've been to the Malamore Athletic Facility. I was repairing or fixing all these broken chairs, right? (laughs) And uh, I want to point out that uh, Davis Architects didn't specify those chairs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those were specified uh, out of Atlanta. So uh, moral of the story is go with local designers. Yes, exactly. Um, Also, before we get into this episode, uh, our first three episodes, basically what we had on was, and I I kind of hate the term, but senior designers is who we've had on. uh, They love the term. Yeah, yeah. uh, Has uh, kind of a connotation to it. But, uh, you know, we had one 20 years experience at one firm, another was 21 years at a firm. Um, And so now we're kind of switching to what's termed junior designers. So designers that have just a few years experience, uh, kind of. Um, newer to the marketplace, but would have kind of a different, you know, perspective and look on the profession and the industry. So uh, with that, Mark, if you'll introduce our guest for today. Yep. Hey, everybody. Good to be here again. Episode four. Um, We are here with Alexis Byers, designer at KPS Group here in Birmingham. So welcome, Alexis. Thank you. Glad to have you. Who, by the way, brought us cookies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Let this be a note for all future guests that there are about, what was this, about 18 chocolate chip cookies right in front of us right now. So best best guest ever, Yeah. by the way. (laughs) So I think that concludes this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So. Um, Alexis, if you want to uh, say hey to everybody and then tell a little bit about yourself, um, kind of give the, the audience a little bio. Yeah, yes. Well, my name's Alexis. I grew up here in Birmingham and never really thought that I would end up back here, but here we are. I grew up almost in Chelsea, so a little bit outside the city, and then I went to Mississippi State. I grew up for some reason, always knowing I wanted to go to Mississippi State, that's where my mom went, so I was just a big fan and always wanted to do interior design. So I went there and just kind of naturally ended up back here in Birmingham, and it's been great. So I've been, I did my internship at KPS. I've been there since I got married while I was doing my internship. So we've been here and really enjoying it. How long have you been at KPS? Oh, man. I My internship was the summer after senior year of college, so I've been there since the summer of 21. Okay. So I guess three years. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, so you said your your mother was an interior designer? Yes. Okay. Yes, she was. Yeah, she um, – well, she's been a stay-at-home mom for us growing up, but she actually, when she moved to Birmingham, she was at BI for a little bit with really? Richie. Yeah, her and Richie worked together. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All roads go back to business interiors. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do you have any like yearly annuals or anything we can look yeah, up? Yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Add it to the marketing yeah. list. I think I gave Richie a heart attack when I said, oh, do you remember her? That that was my mom. And now you're working with me. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, it's interesting because um, 
Mark's father is uh, was head of design at Gresham Smith. Yes. My parents owned a uh, furniture dealership when I was growing up, and then your mother was uh, an interior designer. So yeah. I was kind of thinking about that when I was reading, you know, kind of the things that you'd written down. Uh, you know, I've got a friend of mine whose last name Shoemaker. You know, because the you know yeah. they, they mm-hmm. made shoes, but you know, kind of like an old school thing where you know families all kind of did one thing and they kind of continued to do that and they apprentice and they go on to it. And maybe it hasn't changed that much, yeah, <laughs> even, no, even though I, we've I, got I all those so. options. Yeah, it's kind of cool to create a legacy almost, and it just right. like even having similar interests as your parents is really neat. Right. So, um, so you, you talked about you went into the program at uh, Mississippi State. Yes, and. It was. You said it was kind of again. This is in the uh, pre-interview questionnaire that we send out. That there was. It was. It's difficult to describe the profession of interior design, and so it was kind of a surprise when you got there to kind of see what was surprising yeah. about. Were the things about it that you just were like, "Oh, this is this is interior design." Yeah, I think. I mean, mainly all the technical things. You grow up enjoying space planning and moving things around in your room, and kind of the stereotypical like first interests into interior design. Sure. But then the first year we were hand drafting, which was really cool and a technical piece that you never really think about. And then you jump into AutoCAD and you're really learning space planning and setting up sheets and what does millwork look like? How do you draw that? So just the technical pieces that you don't really think about, I guess. You typically right. think about like the HGTV version of interior design. And so getting into it. Which is, is fake. Really it's yes. all fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We redesign your house in a yeah. day and a half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it only costs $5,000. Yeah, exactly. It's a miracle. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've really, I've really, really enjoyed it. And the program there is incredible. I honestly went there because I was a big Mississippi State fan. And so going into the program and knowing how amazing all of the teachers there are, it's, it's really cool. And they prepare you very well. Okay. It's funny when I was reading the answers and you, you said, you know, you used that word stereotypically. And I thought that was kind of funny just because it seemed like you were kind of throwing that out as a little caveat, but I didn't yeah. read it that way because that's kind of like fundamental. You yeah. Know, that's kind of that's you, true. you know, finding your path in terms of what you like to do. There mm-hmm. is the stereotypical of like, oh yeah, the HTTV home renovation stuff like that. Oh, I'm an interior designer and I, pick pillows is my go-to right? right. Yeah. pillows and colors yeah but i mean yeah like moving furniture and 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 redesigning your own room i mean that's yeah it's kind of fundamental because it's making your space your personal space more comfortable yes you know for you so it's just a stepping stone yeah exactly was there a big um was there any surprises when you moved from college going to now you're in a design firm mm-hmm. and what were the surprises there was i mean just the working world in general really opens your eyes. You know? yeah. Chad and I are still getting used to yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, just learning how to sit at a desk all day. Yeah. You know, it's just different than what you're used yeah, to. Spring break is over. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the eight o'clock, hurt. nine o'clock thing, I still haven't quite figured right? out. Right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. So that just learning what the day to day in a firm looks like, and you're always kind of taught like architects are kind of scary to go up to you know but like everyone genuinely it's wants to help you yeah. it is yeah everyone they, they i think they generate that own mystique right, for yeah, yeah, yeah. right. they built that own perception yeah so. yeah yeah so they can actually get some work done yeah. and people right. like me stop asking questions <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so just learning kind of how to work in the office and um where the material library is you know and like who the reps are there's just a huge learning curve there yeah i think Do you know all the reps now no 
Okay. I would like to get to know him. Okay. This is Mark. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really nice to meet you all. <laughs> so uh, how, do you, um, how do you gather inspiration for design projects? Where do you go for, for those? I think a lot of people turn to Pinterest first, and I very much love Pinterest. It's a little more design or residential focused in a way. So it's cool to get some good details from them and a lot of inspiration. But I've also, have y'all heard of office snapshots? I did um, when I read your question. Yeah, that was new to me. Okay, well, Mm -hmm. it's just a website that you can go to. And I think they also have a hospitality snapshots, but you can search by specific areas in a project. So if you want reception desks with wood for example you can pull those up and get hundreds of completed projects and actual real reception desks that were built and get inspiration from there too and that's been really cool and you can kind of combine office snapshots with pinterest to merge that inspiration which is really cool who's populating the content on office snapshots that is a great question. Oh, man, you should look into yeah, that. I really I know. should look into that. Follow-up. Yeah, because I did. When I, when I read, I was like, what is what is Office Snap? What the hell is that? Yeah. So um, when, you know, then I'm going to like brands. I clicked on brands, and then it has all these different manufacturers. Yes. And I'm like looking at my manufacturers. I'm like, okay, is my, okay. a few of them are on there. Yeah. But yeah. then there's a few that aren't. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to reach out to the manufacturer and say, hey, you need to. So You should. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, You can pull real products from there, right. which is really neat. Right. Do you, do you source products? products from there somewhat or Not is it more much. okay mainly inspiration okay but that's a good so it's kind of like up. an mrl of my resources library but for actual install images yes. rather yes. than just project specific that's interesting and i believe they're projects from around the world yeah i think anyone can submit this yes. is a really good reason to listen to this podcast because <laughs> right now the three reps that are listening and are trying to figure out how they get their stuff on yeah. office snapshots yes yeah so. and i wonder because there was another one i can't remember what it was called but it was similar to that okay um and you could you could upload pictures of your projects but then you could tag the manufacturers that are in the images which i guess is similar to probably similar. how they do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah that so was that's pretty been cool a good one so um, can you share any specific project that was particularly inspiring? Oh, man. Well, I've only been working, like I said, for three years. And so I've only seen a few from the very start to the very beginning. But the first one that I saw through all the way was with Lakeshore Foundation. And we did a, a lobby renovation for them. And it was just really cool. This was the second project KPS had done with Lakeshore. And so being able to like join onto that team and see the camaraderie like they had already built. And so that was an easy one to jump into. And then just how excited they were for these updates. There's a lot of people with physical limitations who go to Lakeshore. So being able to design to fit all of their needs, but also have this high energy space was cool. And to see their excitement on like ribbon cutting day was really oh, that's neat. cool that's yeah fun. yeah um i think actually they kps has been working with them for a long time yes because my wife went to uh, was at kps group uh, okay she worked there okay. when your so, mom worked at bi exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's all oh, it's a big circle yeah, yeah, sure. all a big circle of life um but yeah i think she worked on a, a project there okay at, yeah so yes they have um, long ties and yes. they're great clients so um, this was a, an interesting question that we had, which was uh, – they're all great questions, my dad. But <laughs> solid. They're all very They're solid. so good. Yes. Uh, which it was, what are some common challenges you face in the field of interior design, which is a little different. Your response to it is a little different than some of the, like, the senior designers mm-hmm. had. So would you yeah. talk to that? I guess it's really just kind of 
a lack of experience and it's just hard to jump in with an understanding of how everything is constructed on day one. And so when I'm drawing millwork details in a CD set, you don't really know how some of this stuff is constructed because you haven't seen it on the job site yet. And so it's, it's been encouraging me to get out onto the job sites more like during the middle of construction, like before they put countertops on the millwork, looking into it and seeing how the detail that I drew has actually come to life. And so I think it's just, that's been a really challenging thing is not really understanding quite yet what you're drawing and putting on paper. But again, hopping over to an architect next door and asking him for help and then seeing it if on the job site. You. If he'll talk yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah well, they are very busy. <laughs> that's true. They are very mean. I mean, that's a good, that's a good point though, right there. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a difference between like, you know, being relatively new out of school, yes. putting things on paper. And then now these things are being constructed in the real world, either correctly or not. That's maybe true. that has to do with you or maybe it has to do with a GC that's just going rogue, which I know never happens. Never. Um, was that surprising to see that process and kind of experience that? Yeah, for sure. And it just learning details are just challenging to begin with, but when you don't have mm-hmm. the experience, it makes it extra hard. But it is neat too going back and forth with architects in the office, seeing how they redline your drawings and it starts to kind of click in your head. And then when you're actually able to put your eyes on it, physically built is where it kind of all really clicks together. So yeah. it's been a huge help. Right. Yeah. Was it surprising? So going back to like the Lakeshore Foundation, yeah. you know, like you, you've been at KPS three years, right? Yes. Um, the length of time that it takes to be a new designer to start on a project from its inception oh, to yes. its completion. Yes. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, just how long that process takes. Right. Yeah. That it's yes. not just like, okay, I'm starting on this and then the next day that it's built. Oh, and yeah. there's all those, you know revisions and site visits and client visits in yes, between. So yes. was that, did that surprise you? Did they teach you that? Cause I'm not an interior designer and go to school for interior design. No, did I they mean, teach you that at all. They teach you the design process and the steps of, you know, starting out with the initial meetings and then going into the schematic design and then design development CDs. They teach you that process and mm-hmm. what falls under all those categories, but not necessarily the length of time it takes. And it all depends on the size of your project sure. too, but the the lobby you would think this just one lobby space wouldn't take crazy mm-hmm. long but it still really does and especially they want to be involved in the whole process and so having their collaboration is great but does sometimes take a longer time yeah, to right. fully get that design yeah. ready to go that makes sense yeah we've been we've been working on the redesign of our showroom for about 27 <laughs> years now, so i get it yeah, yeah. yeah. you're your cool. own worst client Ooh, for sure yeah. yeah don't ever be your own client that's the rule there yeah yeah you guys still have a uh, conference table in your front hallway we do yeah yep we do so we understand that oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny yeah you mean that's not supposed to be there <laughs> We get so caught up in designs for other people, forget about our own space. <laughs> uh-huh. for sure. So um, what tips would you have for listeners who want to improve their space but on a limited budget? Well, thankfully, I think a lot of materials on that have smaller um, price points, thankfully, have started to get nicer and nicer even just in the last few years that I've been there. So you can choose budget-friendly materials that – look a little higher end um but also really just i mean if it's like ti work or something brightening everything up everything's 
been sad and beige lately and bringing it a little more vibrancy and color into the space and neutral materials that will stand the test of time right is probably i'm gonna ask advice. potentially a dumb question what okay. is ti work oh i'm sorry <laughs> I, a qu- it, that was a great question i yeah. did yeah. i did practice these questions with my husband and i said ti and he said you need to explain that and oh, then i forgot good, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> it's tenant improvement projects okay so like, it I might actually be a, was looking at chad while you were I'm talking so to see if it looked like it registered in his face yeah. and i couldn't tell so yeah. i'm like ah oh, what the hell i'll yeah. ask it yeah. for the listener i was trying to keep my eyes down like i don't know what she's talking about <laughs> i'm so sorry i should i should have explained that another big hard thing for young designers is all the abbreviations in the field yeah there are a million uh, yeah even right. more, like more abbreviations in the field than there are organizations in the industry <laughs> i think so yeah. i didn't know what oac meant for the longest time owner architect consultant mm-hmm. or is it consultant contractor yeah yeah contractor, contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't yep. know i should know that i go to the meetings <laughs> <laughs> i should know that because i've asked my wife before. <laughs> yeah. yeah but i mean that's true i mean it's true of every industry but even like in ours it's like you know the com blah 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 blah. yes and yes. right yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. even you know i'll have you know designers or sometimes even dealers come back like what's com like oh no Okay. Yep. <laughs> Let's back up. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So um, this is one that's come up, and pretty, I think it's in every one of our the podcasts that we've had. Are so many podcasts or three yep. that we've had so far uh, about technology. Yes. And the it is a little bit different because there is an age gap here on this side of the table, that side of the table. You know, we. I'm. It's a round table, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in neutral ground. Because <laughs> um, you know, we we've grown up with technology to a degree, but certainly not to the degree that you grew up with the technology. And so, yes. you know, then the first three guests that we had on kind of are, is more my age group. Um, but how do you see technology influencing the field of interior design? Well, I think my favorite part of a project is developing the renderings for clients, and I think that's probably where it's grown a lot recently Mm -hmm. and being able to create these photorealistic renderings pretty quickly for clients to see their space. Um, I think that is really neat. And one of my favorite parts and KPS has also recently gotten a drone, which is really cool. And so clients are able to see what their space looks like in aerial view, especially the building if we're doing architectural changes to it, but it also kind of gives them a sense of pride into their Do you space. fly the drone? I do not fly the drone. I'm intimidated. It is a, a high Baby, price. You were intimidated before you did a podcast. That's so true. Next steps is <laughs> drone, drone aviator. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will take this back to KPS. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be flying the drone. <laughs> but also they've gotten something called a Matterport, mm-hmm. if you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can, and please correct me if I'm explaining this wrong, but set the Matterport down in the middle of a room or space and it scans it all in so you can go back and see what that ex- existing space looks like yeah and so that helps when you're working through a set of cds and you need to figure out this detail but what was that existing condition i can't remember and you can pull up and it's doing it in 360 yeah. yes all the way, yeah yes yeah. all the way around yeah because some of our showrooms it, a lot of manufacturers at neocon will do a matterport okay. of their mm-hmm. showroom so okay. that people that don't go could then tour the showroom yeah and you can kind of just go to different points i you can also use your phone i've got matterport the app on my phone and oh, you that's can awesome. use your phone to do a scan it's not as high quality as the the actual oh. equipment yeah. but yeah but it gets the job done. yeah because i did my showroom just for fun Oh, see, it's a, so it's funny you said that because I'm thinking like, oh, like, oh, the hell with my phone. I'm like, when I read that y'all had a Matterport, I was like, I might need that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to borrow that. Yeah, yeah. Because they are really cool. They are. And I think technology is just improving in that way. And you can get higher end 
technology that keeps improving and helps clients be able to visualize their space better. Mm-hmm. So did that answer the question? It did. Well? Yeah, it did. Okay. And it really, I mean, I, it, you were, I think rendering came up a number of times. Yes. Uh, that seems to be something you're kind of passionate about. But I, I think it's true that the technology on that has gotten so good and so quick. Yes. Because I remember it would be like, oh, you know, can, can I get a rendering of the space? And be like, yes, you can. But it'll take, you know, it's going to be really expensive and it'll take a week or more right. yeah. to get. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And now it's almost, you know, not immediate, but it's yeah. pretty quick. Mm-hmm. In college, we were rendering, if you work in Revit, you just render in the cloud. And that's rendering actually in the Revit program. And that's where we started doing renderings. But it would take, honestly, 24 hours to get one good view. And then that oh, view wow. comes yeah. up and then it's like, oh, man, this was this, this is a waste of 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Then you're in crunch time before the deadline, and it's horrible. But if you've heard of Inkscape, that's yeah. a you can plug that into your Revit, and it's an instant photorealistic rendering. And you can pull it up on your second monitor, and you can see the changes you make in real time. And that's that's been the quickest, best rendering tool and that I've used. Inkscape's the one, too, where you can do, like, video fly-throughs yes. and kind of move yes. the camera around. Yeah. And that helps clients really mm-hmm. understand their space. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you do like even just on a small level, you know, again, from somebody that's a furniture background, you'll show them a chair and they're like, does it come in any other colors than blue? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever color you want it to come in. Yeah. It will yeah come but in. they'll get hung up. Like I, they can't yeah. see it yeah. any other way than blue. It's like, I don't yes. know if that's going to work yeah. for us because blue yes. doesn't work for us. I took a giant, giant crimson red conference room chair into an Auburn admin building years ago. <laughs> Giant risky. chair. And as I was rolling it past the front desk, I was like, please don't murder me. Because <laughs> I got looks. I mean, they're like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That People. was that was risky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though you went to school there and, you know. Yeah. 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 I knew better. That's the only chair yeah. that they sent me. That's all I could do. <laughs> and then I won't go into details, but I knew immediately that they were going to buy that chair. <laughs> they were going to buy it in orange, but they yeah. were going to buy that chair. Yeah. Well, good. Congratulations. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a highlight of my cookie, Mark. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have another cookie. I've been eating a cookie the entire time, by the way. I'm backing away from the mic so I don't smack into it. <laughs> we, we talked about just taking like a, a, a minute break, just dead silence of us eating cookies, but we'll spare everyone that. Um, well, this is time as I'm smacking, <laughs> as I'm smacking you in the camera. <laughs> Episode four is brought to you by Alexis Cookies. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed them. They're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what advice do you have for individuals aspiring to become interior designers? So say that their mom was an interior, wasn't an interior designer, um, but what, what advice would you have for someone interested in the field? Oh, man. I think, number one, do more research than I did into a good interior <laughs> design program. <laughs> and I'm biased, but if you need a good recommendation, Mississippi State is wonderful. Um, I think I think really, like I, like I said in the questionnaire, it's really a hard field to understand until you get in. So if it's an interest you have, you really need to go for it. If you like planning with creativity and how – if you like aesthetic elements, but you also have this technical background, it's a great blend of the two. And so really go for it. And if you are walking into an interview or something, have just a big smile on your face, show your personality. You really need to work hard and be a go-getter and um, be willing to work long hours and figure out details. So I guess that would be 
my best advice yeah. if that's helpful. Yeah, my um and again to continue the the I guess the conversation we've been having since the very beginning. My daughter, um, they had a dress dress your future self for school. So and she dressed as an interior designer. So she's thinking about becoming an interior designer. Okay. My, my sophomore in high school. So again, just and then you know, hopefully one yeah. of them will become a, a furniture sales rep. It's just we're right. going to continue <laughs> yeah. down the line. Yeah. But one of the things that they were encouraging was even in the high school age to. Um, kind of shadow like you know go, yes. go to design firms and shadow some Absolutely. interior designers to see what what that experience yeah. is like well it's hard to because when we're looking for say interns a lot of those interns will have a portfolio ready to go but if you're like a sophomore or something you're not going to have that ready but if you're still interested shadowing is a great opportunity and we like people to shadow too you know it gets it gets good exposure to the field and shows what we right. really do Great. Do they do much exposure in high school with interior design the way they do like architecture? Not I don't, much. I don't think so. No. I mean, that's even um, talking about IDA board because um, Liz on the IDA board has mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. trying to do some advocacy inside of um, high schools. And I yes. think she struggled getting interest in that. Interesting. Really? Yeah. So I don't think people realize, and this is not me, you know, pandering to all the hundreds of interior designs, list, interior designers listening, but like. You guys are really smart. Like when you come out of school, I mean, everything that you listed when you were talking about like, you know, the technical aspect, Mm -hmm. the aesthetic aspect, the fact that you have to like sell yourself, you've got to go get it. Like these are, this is a whole package deal and none of that is easy. That's true. Right? Like this is, it's not like, I'm sure there's probably probably plenty of people that go in these programs when they, you know, like, I'm going to be an interior designer. I'm going to go to Mississippi State. And then like they get into it and they're like, going back to something I said earlier, they're like, oh, this isn't picking colors and pillows. Yes. Like, this is hard. This is hard work. Yeah. And I'm wondering if there's something, there's an element there in terms of the high schools or something where they're like, they're like, oh, like whatever, this is not right. a it's, serious it's, profession. Right. Yes. Yeah. It probably is. Something, it is. Yeah. 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 I think that happens all the time. And I think at any university, freshman year is honestly kind of the weed out year mm-hmm. of of students who come into it and who just don't know and understand what interior design is. And it's hard to blame them because they don't understand, you know, right. no one's yeah, set been them down. To it yeah. 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 There are only exposures again, HGTV. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So Liz Hunsicker, you really need to get on it. Or if anyone, again, we've, since we've got so many followers, um, yeah. anyone that's in a high school or, you know, capacity, a principal teacher, uh, interior design profession, we need to get, Yep. Get, get in there. Yeah. So um, we are 26 minutes in. Awesome. So um, wow. if you've listened to the podcast before, which you said you had your said you were dreading this portion more yes. than anything else. These are the rapid fire questions, the really important, uh, hard hitting questions that we have uh, assembled for you. So, Mark, do you want to start it off? Sure, I will. Um, right. So some of these are a little bit in line with what we've done in the past, and then some of them are not. Okay, great. Um, are you a morning? <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, oh, no. great, well, let me, wonderful. Let me grab another cookie. Yeah, really. um, are you a morning person or a night owl? Becoming a morning person. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that a good answer? That's a, yeah. I, I, yeah. No, I know it's this not. Is rapid fire. I've learned if I wake up earlier, I can get more things done around the house. This is more like a human. I've always been a little bit of a morning person, but the last like several months, like Aaron is kind of like, why are you getting up at 5 a.m.? 
Yeah. I've, noticed your, I've noticed yes. your emails coming out at yeah. 520 I did or whatever. get this questionnaire at 5 yeah. a.m. Yeah, the other right? day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of you are but, experiencing but, a new yeah, yeah. But I would, I, I would say coming out of college, I was night. I was yes. late night and had bartended and managed a bar. So, so I was, really you know, late, 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 late night. Yeah. yeah. So it took a while. But now I'm a morning person. Yeah. I'm not a night person at oh, all. Oh, those kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what is your favorite letter of the alphabet? Uh, B. B. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, underline or highlight? Highlight. What is your favorite salad dressing? Salad dressing. The Fuji apple salad dressing from Panera. Damn. Oh, wow. That was very specific. It was. Because um, I can't ever find it. She was ready for that Sorry. one. <laughs> <laughs> I gave that one to her earlier. I recently yeah. ran out. That's why I know. <laughs> what is the first thing you look at when designing a space? Designing a space, the first thing I look at. I guess just like the possibilities, if that makes sense. We're going to look at you awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, quiz- quizzical looks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other, huh. other than the outstanding, very unattractive elements of a space, I guess if hey, you're... Hey, that could be something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is wrong with this yes. space? Yes, yeah. It's hard to not see that being in this field. Yeah. Yeah. If you could live one day over and over again, what would it be? One day? Mm-hmm. This is very cheesy, okay. but it would definitely be my wedding day. Oh, nice. Very Aww. nice. Shout out to the It was a great day. He did want a shout out. Well, <laughs> there it is. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's giving it. it. <laughs> He's actually the one that made the cookies. <laughs> right. no. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, he, but he, he, he made you do this? Like he was like, you have to do this interview? Yes. I not made not in made a rude you. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. but... He's on the other side of the door. (laughs) (laughs) He drove me or pushed me out the car. (laughs) I get really intimidated by things like this. And so he was a good encourager. He's a good cheerleader for you. Yes, yes, cheerleader. That's good. For sure. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. Um, If you could design for any person or client in the world, who Mm. would it be? Person or client? That's a hard one. Yeah, I mean, historically, like, yeah, I've oh. asked, like, the really hard ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Historically. Yeah. I mean, I could go, like, the celebrity route. You go the celebrity route. Okay, we'll make it easier. We'll, we'll, we'll okay. narrow it down. Celebrity. To a celebrity. Yeah. I don't know why this is my first thought. Maybe this is because it's my husband's celebrity crush, but Blake Lively would be awesome. She seems like she has great oh. style. Mm-hmm. I feel That like- wasn't what you thought. No, 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 no. I just feel like that your husband's now getting a, a secondhand shout out here. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Getting his person. No more Let's, cutting yeah. it off. Yeah, let's see yeah. if she can work okay. her, her husband into yeah. this question. Our fifth <laughs> guest will be. <laughs> All right, pick a number between. Eight. Sorry. <laughs> Did you say <laughs> that? You, just... you, already, you said Ended eight? it there. Sorry, no, you can. Finish. Was eight your number? It, it was, but that might be. Well, not it was going to be a pick a number between eight and 2003, and you picked eight. Oh, so, great. Yeah, so you're in there. Yeah, okay. All right, this is her this husband is, picked that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this is my last one. What are you going to do right after this interview? I'm going to deep clean my house. Okay. I'm going to vacuum and mop. Maybe do a quick workout. Because your house is on the market. Yes. Oh, Anyone yeah. would love to buy a house <laughs> close to downtown. Um, you should give me a call. This episode is also brought to you by Zillow. By Zillow, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Strangest thing you've ever eaten? Ever eaten? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm not a risk taker when it comes to food. Okay. I think I've eaten alligator one time. Okay. 
that's that would be weird. Yeah. All right. Um, And then I usually end with one um, question, and the ones, the first three have been like a a design hack. Okay. Um, Do you have one? Or if not, I've got a a different question. A design hack. Probably not because I'm still looking for them. Just being. Okay. Yeah. So, so for designers that are one or two years in, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give them as far as um, just from what you've learned? I think my biggest advice would really just become really close friends and almost find a mentor in your office. Um, I feel like I've had several different mentors as time has gone on in just the three years I've been at KPS, but it's been really cool to work alongside such talented designers in different aspects of design too, working in whether that's healthcare or commercial or whatever it may be, but finding someone who's interested in mentoring you and you can ask any and every question too, that's been really, really helpful. And I've had an older designer stop like a rep presentation and be like, Alexis, do you understand this? Yeah. And if I don't, they'll proceed to tell me more. And yeah. it's just, yeah. it's just a great right. way of, if I'm a little nervous to to stop a meeting and ask what something is, you know, someone will intervene for me. And so just having a mentor would definitely be my biggest advice. Okay, great. Yeah. Continuing to learn. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's just a general theme, whether it's been, you've been in the business for, right. you know, yeah. 36 months or 36 years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was interesting when Mar- Maria was on, she talked about like, that was, that was kind of her big thing was that she was really looking to mentor Mm-hmm. the designers that are in her office. Yeah. So it's nice that both sides are kind of seeing the same thing. Yes. You gain so much. And especially the first few years, it's just like drinking from a waterfall. There's just way too much to learn. <laughs> Is that the way the saying goes? I think so. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Waterfall, yeah, waterfall, yeah. fire hose. Fire, yeah, yeah, right. fire hose. Where yeah. do I get waterfall? But anyway, there's just so much information coming at you. So if you can have a mentor to really help hone in on the things that are valuable in the really beginning, it, it means a lot. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Yeah, we appreciate you. And yes. thank you so much for the cookies. Yes. You're welcome. They're and, delicious. And a final <laughs> shout out to your husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell, tell, tell everyone your husband's name. <laughs> I did not mean to talk about him. This <laughs> His name is Jake Byers. And if you ever need commercial real estate, please. <laughs> Please go his way. <laughs> we All right. Commission. As we wrap up another episode of All In Design, remember that every space has a story waiting to be told. Whether it's through innovative design choices, sustainable practices, or the seamless fusion of form and function, each project offers an opportunity to create meaningful experiences. I didn't write any of this, by the way. Join us next time as we continue <laughs> to explore the endless possibilities within the world of commercial interior design. Until then, keep dreaming, designing, and making your mark on the spaces that shape our lives. Thank you for listening, and remember, the best designs are yet to come. You nailed it. That was great. (laughs) That was beautiful. I loved it. Thanks, Alexis. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you all.